Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Thor, Love and Thunder, the latest Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4 offering, is an action-adventure comedy romance. There was way too much comedy and not nearly enough of the other stuff. However, it sticks to the established MCU formula enough that audiences will find it an enjoyable movie-going experience. Thor is traveling with the Guardians of the Galaxy, essentially in retirement. Their adventures are interrupted by the appearance of the galactic killer, Gore, the God Butcher, who seeks the destruction of the gods. Thor returns to Earth and enlists the help of Valkyrie, now ruling the Asgardians, and Korg. To his surprise, Thor finds that his ex-girlfriend, Jane Foster, now inexplicably wields his enchanted hammer, Mjolnir, as the mighty Thor. Together, the group embarks upon a quest to discover the secret of the God Butcher's vengeance and stop him before he annihilates all the pantheons of gods in the universe. As still images and clips from this movie were released, I became more and more excited about it. Comic book movies seem to work better when based on an adaptation, and the Lady Thor storyline from noted writer Jason Aaron was one that was particularly well received by fans. While I enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder, I found it terribly disappointing. For me, it failed to live up to the promise of the source material. Also, the comedic elements totally overwhelmed everything else. Personally, I thought that Taika Waititi took it over the top during his previous work on 2017's Thor Ragnarok. But that movie remained serious enough to preserve the dramatic story elements. Worse still, the film begins wonderfully. The introductory backstory on Gore suggests that Thor Love and Thunder will go in a different direction altogether. And then, jokes! I haven't seen a movie make a greater left turn after an opening sequence since The Fifth Element. And it's really unfortunate, as all the components are present, to have made an exceptional movie. Starting with the cast, which is excellent. Great actors and actresses who do their best with the material they've been given. The film stars Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, and Taika Waititi. Appearing in supporting roles are Russell Crowe, Jamie Alexander, Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian, Palm Clementif, Sean Gunn, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, and Karan L. Dyer. There are also several well-known performers who appear in some surprising and entertaining cameo roles. The performances of Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, and Tessa Thompson stood out for me. Also, that of young actor Kieran L. Dyer is noteworthy. There were so many lost opportunities with this movie. It is obvious that Taika Waititi is a very talented director. I think after the success of his work on Ragnarok, he perhaps was given too much latitude and creative freedom. Although I can see the vision, a lot of what he has attempted in Thor Love and Thunder just fell flat. I was pleased that, unlike Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, this movie wasn't overly beholden to or dependent upon any of the other MCU films or television series. Of course, the effects were top-notch. I also enjoyed the Easter eggs that so many other fans of the comic source material will recognize. And I'm sure some will adore the movie for Chris Hemsworth's bare bottom. Be sure to stick around for the mid and post credit scenes. Michael Giacchino provides his usual high quality musical score. Okay, my last bit of disappointment. Gore, the God Butcher, was a terrific comic supervillain, on par with the antagonist Thor battled 
back in the Silver Age stories from Lee and Kirby. And when I learned that Christian Bale had been engaged to play the character, I was ecstatic. This could have been, should have been, so much more intense and dramatic than what was portrayed here. It's simply a terrible waste. Thor, Love and Thunder, runs two hours and five minutes, which is, of course, brisk for this genre. It's rated PG-13 for intense sequences of sci-fi violence and action, language, some suggestive material, and partial nudity. Pretty much standard Marvel Cinematic Universe fare that checks all the prerequisite boxes. But too much humor stifles what could have been an intense, dramatic story with some action, romance, and real consequences. Looks great on the big screen, but you can feel free to wait for this one to stream on Disney+. Plus. One and a half stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.